the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. We're talking business and building a culture that's kick-ass. Where we make it happen, grab your seat, let's have a blast. At the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. Hey Sam, welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm brilliant, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Thanks. So you're the founder of The Social Hand Grenade, which is a fascinating name for a business. Um, How did you come up with that? I just thought it suited my personality quite well. (laughs) As anybody that left a long-term corporate job. Right. Iteration of my company name was SNL Marketing Solutions, which is boring and grey, and bland, and really corporate sounding. And I learned quite quickly that that didn't really match who I was and what I was trying to do. So I changed it to something that, that kind of suited my personality a bit better. All right, then. Tell me about your corporate life. What what did you do before you did what you're doing now? I, again, sales and marketing for, for my whole career. But I worked for right. companies like Carillion. In fact, that was the last proper corporate role I had just before it wow. went bust. Really? You life. left? <laughs> no. Right, okay. We, we we're not going to blame you then. Right. No. Okay. B&Q. So I, I worked with the team that helped with the rebranding from bnq.com to diy.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. And numerous corporate positions in between. Right. What was it like at Carillion towards the end? Um, yeah, interesting. Mm. They, as with most quite large companies, it was quite a box ticking exercise for anything to do with kind of mental health or anything like that. You know, I was leaving home at half past six in the morning and sometimes not getting home till 10 o'clock at night. Right traveling the whole country and trying to bring up two kids on my own at the time so yeah it was it was yeah an interesting time yeah yeah not good not good at all why did you leave what was the catalyst that you went stuff it i'm off well they went under they went bust oh right so okay we kind of we went into work one day and they kind of went yeah the government's not actually going to bail us out we yeah, we're going under, and and that was it. Now, would you have would you have set up on your own had they not gone bust? Probably not. No. You, you get kind of used to to sitting in these corporate roles where mm. you're kind of brainwashed into a thought that you have to have this salary behind you to to make everything secure and nice and safe and fluffy mm-hmm. and the trappings you get with with senior corporate roles are quite nice you know yeah. you get the cars and the salary and so they're all nice things to have yeah but I had all of those at the detriment of my relationship with my children at, yeah. at the end of the day so it, they kind of did me a favor <laughs> A lot of people, when I talk to business owners and they say, you know, I've got to make redundancies and they feel really terrible about making redundancies. And and the day they stop feeling terrible when they make 
making redundancies is the day I probably stop working with them because they've turned into sociopaths. But anyway, what I say to them is, you know, most of the time you're doing a lot of those people a favor because they'll go off and they'll either start their own business or they'll retrain or they'll go, do you know what? This is a really good time to rethink. So how much time did you spend rethinking and, and at what stage do you think, right, I'm going to start my own business? Um, I kind of jumped into contract roles initially because okay. I wasn't sure. I, I wanted to be sure that when I went into a new job, it was going to be the right fit. Yeah. I didn't just want to jump into another job long term because I felt I had to. Yeah. And after after two or three contract roles, I just kind of went, you know, I, I don't need, I've got all of this experience hmm. and to be honest, the way my brain works, I, I could be all over the place and either hyper-focused or not focused at all. Mm-hmm. So trying to fit myself back into a corporate box, it just, yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't feel right. Right. So I just thought. You know, the best thing for me to do is to get away from the corporate. I'm going to try and shove you into this nice, neat little box life. Yeah. And kind of help startups and kind of SMEs and smaller companies just make a bit more of an impact. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Now, this is going out on a podcast note. So not everybody's going to be able to see your background, but your background is full of books and DVDs. All right. So tell me about that. I like, I know it's a bit of an idiosyncrasy due to the fact that I do everything digital. So I'm a digital marketer and I help with, with content and how to get the most out of yourself online. But when it comes to stuff to watch and, and read and things, I, I like to have a physical mm-hmm. physical copy. I like to be able to feel it in my hands still. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever pass that. I think somewhere I've still got a box of old mixtapes. I'm showing my age now, but yeah, a box of old mixtapes that I had from when I was a kid and things. <laughs> Just Brilliant. can't let go of yeah that, that whole physical copy. Well, the smell I, of a book. I, I think Kindle should be made illegal. Um, yes. Yeah, and and we should have a bonfire of Kindles because books. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. You cannot replace that sensation of picking up a book and physically turning the pages. There's nothing like it. I, I, no. I love doing it. Yeah. Now, were you also of the generation that would sit and press record on the radio? <laughs> on the top 40. At the top 40 <laughs> on a Sunday night. And you hear it back and all you'd hear is a song and then click, clunk, click yeah. between songs because you're trying to get the words out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was me. <laughs> that was me too you don't look old enough Sam I don't know what cream you're using but still carry on using it because it's working um so yeah used to, on a Sunday night top 40 started at six o'clock I think didn't it on a Sunday yeah. night radio one you'd be there because you had to press two buttons at the same time didn't you to get record yeah. and the red record button was always re- a bit stiff it really stiff <laughs> yeah 
kids, kids, honestly, kids do not understand how easy they've got it now. And then if your tape chewed up, and you'd have to pull it all out and then wind it with a pencil to try and pencil. get the tape back in. Yeah. Yes, with a pencil. Somebody yesterday told me, now you're sitting down so it's okay, 40 years since the album Thriller was released. I have that on vinyl. <laughs> Do you? So I got Thriller on tape for my birthday, my 12th birthday, with, we called them a ghetto blaster in those days. Yeah. Don't even know whether you're allowed to use that term, but hey, I'm <laughs> using it. And and that was like the ultimate gift, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and you were the coolest kid on the block because you had this ghetto blaster and you had the Thriller album. Yeah. Oh, so how the heck did you get into digital marketing? Because you're a traditionalist from the sounds of things. I am. But because I've been in marketing for so long, you kind of see trends come and go and you have to kind of stay on top of new trends. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're not going to get your business seen anymore. No, it's true. I mean, how many leaflets do you get through your door that you actually read? Uh, none. No, no, they tend to go straight into the recycle bin. I don't yeah, even look do. at them anymore. No, no, no. It's so true. That old traditional way of marketing doesn't really work anymore. No. And especially since lockdown and things happened, mm. and kind of companies were forced to go online, you've got to get a little bit more creative about about how you're going to make yourself stand out. And what's the secret? Because there's so much noise. How, you know, when I've got so many questions. Let's start from the beginning. How do you how, how do you stand out? Let's just take. I hate Instagram. Okay, I, I, I detest Instagram. Okay, it drives me <laughs> up the wall. It's an utterly pointless platform. Okay, it's fine. Um. Sell Instagram to me. Why? Why would Instagram be good for a business, and what sort of business would it be good for? Um, Instagram is a really, really visual platform. Yeah. Um, some service-based industries do fairly well. Okay. But I tend to find the ones that do really, really kind of smash it out of the park are the product type-based. Right. Because they can show their products and how they're products are going to benefit their end user so whether it's making your house smell nice because right. you've got scented candles or um, making you feel special and glamorous because you've got a jewelry line yeah you can sell a lifestyle right on instagram which is what it's really good for okay but also again it's, it's the same with linkedin you can put a bit of your personality in it you can people buy from people yeah and it works the same with brands and companies as it does for people. Mm. You need to show what's unique about you and your offering. And whether you're a, a solo preneur, can't speak anymore, or whether you're an SME, it, it, it's the same. The most unique part of your company is the people that are in it. Yeah. I often ask people what their USP is, and they'll come back and say, oh, yeah, we've got amazing customer service. Or we use... We use the best parts to build the best quality, whatever. 
which I'm sure every other company in the world says is their yeah. USP. Yeah. And if everybody else is saying it, it's not a USP. It's not. <laughs> it's real. My favourite is lawyers. My favourite is lawyers. And they'll put on their website and all their marketing materials, we are a full service law firm and our lawyers are qualified to the highest standard. And that means we can do everything from cradle to grave and everything for your business. And we can sell your house and we can do this. And, and I'm like, nobody cares. Oh, and we've been established since 1871. Nobody cares. <laughs> You could have been established at the same time as Henry VIII. Yes. And it, it, it doesn't matter to me at all. What matters no. is how specifically you can help me do what I need to do. Yeah. And how simple that process will be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as a marketer, here's a question. So my teenage daughter, my youngest daughter, was saying to me this morning in the car, she said, Mum, look at this black sweatshirt. It costs 30 quid. Look at this same black sweatshirt with the logo on it. It costs 80 quid. I went, that's branding for you. (laughs) (laughs) So what are your words of wisdom to small businesses about branding and marketing? What's the best advice you could give them? Like branding is mm-hmm. much more than just a logo. Yeah, believe it or not, a lot of small companies go, "Oh yeah, but I need a logo because that's ha- that's how people are going to recognise me." Yeah, branding is actually your your company story, so your why and your benefits and everything in between, and your okay. value system as as a company. Okay, and that has to be across all of your messaging so it's not just your logo it's your coloring your fonts your core values and how you tell people about that gucci for example if you're talking high-end luxury brands do it really 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 well Mm. all of their advertising is out there and a bit wacky and because they are a home for the misfits, the trendsetters, the people that don't fit in anywhere else. That's why I own a Gucci watch. That's it. It's a home for the. It's a home for the individuals. Ah, do you know that's really interesting? Because I I can't afford Gucci clothes. I wish I could, but I love Gucci clothes because they're so different yeah and I've had my Gucci watch for like 27 years it was bought for me a long time ago and it still keeps going and then I look at things like Louis Vuitton and I hate Louis Vuitton and because it's so samey yeah oh you see that is the power of branding oh that's so cool across every single one of their ad campaigns the story and the messaging is always the same it's always out there like that, they did that one um, with a horse in the car. Woman driving around in a in a convertible with with a horse in a car. Right. Or the one they did for the year of the tiger, uh-huh. where there were lots of you know quite unique looking individuals all around a house and all chilling out and doing cool things with, with just a tiger roaming around. Cool. Like you know, like you would 
But it's all because, yeah, they can be weird and they're unapologetically weird. Yeah. Because that's their home. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's imagine we've got a listener who's just left their big flashy corporate job. They've lost their car. They've lost their share options. They've lost their cozy pension. They've lost their paid holidays and their magic money that appears in their bank account once a month. Yeah. What? What's again? What's your best advice to getting started from scratch from that moment of right? I don't have a salary anymore. What do I do now? If you want to start a business, mm-hmm. don't overthink it. Right. In corporate, you're so used to second-guessing yourself and going, oh, um, but I have to present in this particular way because that's the way it's always been done. And if I dyed my hair a funky colour because I I fancied it, my boss would look at me funny because, you know, Um... that's not what you do in corporate. You have to be really bland and fit in. Okay. Forget all of that conditioning. Okay. If you want to do something, if you are good at something and you are passionate about something, start there. Right. Start talking about that. Right. And build your brand around that. It's a lot more fun and you're much likely to be able to be consistent at it if what you're doing is something that you enjoy and something that you like talking about. Yeah, yeah, 